Well, hello and welcome to the Amore Podcast. I'm Allie, your hostess relationship podcast that covers free advice, love, romance, and sexual topics, plus an update on the site. To find out much more about me and the assortment of services that I offer, please visit AllieThies.com. Today is Monday, March 12, 2012. Thanks for stopping by and giving me a listen to. The topic for today is advice. Should he say he's sorry? If she wants a baby, he doesn't, what should she do? The quote of the week was once said by Sam Keen, and he once said, You come to love not by finding the perfect person, but by seeing an imperfect person perfectly. For those of you who have left me feedback on iTunes, I thank you very, very much. It's appreciative. If you'd like to and you haven't yet, please do. My goal is to keep the Amore podcast on the featured section of the sexuality part of iTunes for as long as I can, just like I kept Ask Allie on the spiritual side of iTunes for six years. The more people who know about the podcast, the more who listen, the more I can help which means the more who listen <laughs> and the more I can help. So it's a nice, uh, you know, nice roundabout that just keeps on giving, giving, giving. So I would appreciate it. If you want to connect with me, you can do so on Twitter. It's Allie Thies. Facebook, Allie Thies Friends. Pinterest, Love Amore. YouTube, Amore Videos. Google Plus, Allie Thies. And all of those um, links are on my website, AllieThies.com, in the right-hand column. I do the Passion Zone. It's a sex relationship radio show on Sundays from 6 to 6.30 p.m. with my co-host Scarlett on Blog Talk. And I also do the LEC show on Tuesday, Thursday evenings, 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, on Tuesday, tomorrow, Holly Vincent will be with me. And on Thursday, I have Jenna. She's a sex and intimacy coach. She is a lot of fun. She's a wealth of sexual information. So you're going to want to join in. It's going to be a blast. Speaking of a blast, uh, I have some OBE sex webinars coming up. On March 19th, I have telepathic sex, April 2nd, dream sex, and April 9th, astral sex. On March 28th, I have the webinar, Attracting Your Soulmate. To find out more about any of those, please visit the website. On Wednesday, as in two days from now, on March 14th, is the Moray Workshop here in downtown Worcester. It's at 7, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Time. It is free. The topic this, this time around will be for singles, attracting the right partner, Mr. or Mrs. Right, as opposed to Mr. or Mrs. Wrong. And this is held at Lou's Brews, 131 North Market Street, on the square in historic downtown Worcester. Yay! <laughs> um, speaking of yay, if you want to send me a question to be answered here on the podcast, it's free. F-R-E-E, a free question. <laughs> it can be love, romance, relationships, sex. Please send it away. I would greatly appreciate the questions. And, you know, there's no such thing as a stupid question. So if you think your question is stupid, especially when it comes to sex, please don't think that way. Just send it. Because I have noticed throughout the years that when I answer one question for somebody, it actually helps a whole bunch of people. So please don't be shy. Now, if you're a Bliss member, of course... Your question will be bumped to the top of the list. Uh, Bliss membership for to try it for 30 days, it's only a buck. From that point on, it's $4.95 a month. Uh, besides getting the uh, bumped up reading here on the podcast, you also have a forum where you can ask questions and socialize with other Bliss members. And there are word there are words of, of course, there are words. There are articles. <laughs> there are articles about sex, love, and romance, OBE sex 
Also, there are um, erotic audio and stories and a whole lot more. So check that out. Now, this is the, oh, God, I've lost count of how many times I've tried to do this podcast. Um, I think this is number eight, nine, nine, yeah, maybe nine. This will be the last time I'm trying. So if you don't hear my sunny voice uh, today for any reason, that's because it failed yet again, and I'm not doing it again. <laughs> um, last week I gave it a shot a couple times, and it wouldn't save. And I was sick again last week and had canker sores in my throat. And quite frankly, it just hurt to try it again. So I stopped, and I also canceled my show, my Alley Feast shows last week, as well as the Passion Zone. Um, hopefully, knock on wood, the sickness that keeps on regurgitating is now done. I threw out my toothbrush, and I've been taking really good care of myself. I started getting sick again over the weekend. I immediately went to bed. Did not pass go, did not collect $200, straight to bed, and took a nap. And I am not a napper. I do not nap. But I did all weekend. <laughs> I slept. So hopefully this um, this bipolar weather here in Ohio will no longer affect me in the regards to sickness. So um, let's go here to our first question. Now it's from F. And they're right. My girlfriend and I went to a party a couple weeks ago. At that party was her ex-fiance. They ignored each other, but she was obviously very angry. He's the one who ended the engagement. This upset me because if she still didn't care about him, she wouldn't be upset. Am I right? So we had an argument about that night, and we broke up because of it. Her sister called me and said that uh, my ex still cares for me and that I owe an apology. What do you think? Well, you know, anytime you're stabbed in the back or the heart or aside by somebody you care for, it could be a boyfriend, girlfriend, fiancé, ex-fiancé, spouse, ex-spouse, it hurts, you know, and depending on how long you guys, on how long the couple has been together, um, you know, the pain could go on for a day, two days, six days, six weeks, six months, six years. You don't tell me how long the two of them were together and how long it's been between that breakup and you two dating. But seeing him obviously upset her. And it's not because she still has feelings for him. What happened was, as soon as she saw him, it drudged up all that old hurt. Old hurt that she thought she could have been done and over with because she has moved on or she had moved on with you. But seeing him just brought it all back up to the surface. And that's why she was angry. She wasn't angry at you. She was angry at him. But then you argued with her about him, and that made her even more angry, and it made you even more angry, and you guys broke up. So, long story short, I do think you owe her an apology. Now, do I think you two will get back together again after a set apology? Uh, I don't know. Um, but, uh, you know, she told you she didn't have feelings for him anymore. You didn't believe her because she was upset, but anybody would be upset. You know, there are very, very, very few people on the planet who can walk into a room and see an ex by surprise and not be affected by it. Unless the breakup has been very, very, you know, a huge period of time between the breakup and the time they see one another. And if it was an amicable breakup. Most breakups are not amicable. (laughs) Somebody is usually really hurt. So, yeah, I think you owe her an apology. But that's my two cents. Uh, do what you want with it, and I appreciate the fact you allowed me the chance to answer your question. So thank you for sending in. 
Now, for AllieThieves.com, last week, since I was sick and I had the canker sores and whatnot, I did not write anything. I didn't do anything last week. However, the week before, which I tried to tell you guys about in the podcast last Monday, um, I had a guest post from Michael about numerology, and he talked about divorce and the name change. So if you want to check that out, it's a fantastic article, and uh, we'll be having more from Michael hopefully here in March and in April. Let's get on here to our second question. This is from ER, and they write, I've been dating a guy for six months. Everything is great. He's a wonderful guy who treats me like gold. The only problem is I want children, and he does not. Do you think I, I can change his mind, or should I forget about the children and keep the guy? You need to dump the guy and keep thinking about the children. That's what you need to do. You're not going to change his mind. <laughs> He's not father material. He doesn't want to be father material. He doesn't particularly like children. So you will not change his mind. The longer you're with him and the more time that your little biological clock is tick-tick-talking and you're not having children, um, the more uh, you'll be upset with him, the more you'll regret staying with him, the more you'll resent him, and it will cause a nice little wedge between the two of you and you'll break up anyways. So do yourself a favor. Do you both a favor. Break up now and go find somebody who wants to have a child with you who wants children in their life. There are plenty of men out there who want children, just as long as there's plenty of men out there who do not want children. So you just need to find the right man for you that wants kids. And don't even think about uh, accidentally forgetting to take the pill and getting pregnant on accident slash purpose. That would be bad. He still will not want to be a father, and you will be a single mom with an absentee father all the way around. Okay? So that's not cool. But thank you very much for sending in your question. Uh, you know, you, you break up with him and go out and find a man who wants to have children, and within two years you'll have your first kid. So why wait? Best of luck to you, my dear, and thank you for allowing me a chance to answer your question. Now, the Amore topic of the week, sexual appetizers. Oh, I love talking about sex. Love, love, love. And sexual appetizers, you know, are the great little little niblets, the little cues and feelings and rubs and grinds and kisses and and wet things that, that that happen before you rip off each other's clothes and have, you know, vaginal intercourse. Or oral sex. This is oral sex doesn't count as a sexual appetizer. You know, sexual appetizers have clothes on for the most part. Um and there's a wide range of things that you can do before you guys have actual intercourse. One of my favorite things is, you know, just touching. <laughs> you know, how simple is that? Just touch one another. Be together, touch, caress a shoulder, touch an arm, hold hands, you know, interlock arms, put your, you know, woman, put your head on, your sh- on his shoulder. Men, you can always put your head on her shoulder. Just being together. It's a wonderful prelude to actual sexual intercourse. Dinner. Food, food is a wondrous, wondrous thing to um, to have before you know you actually get into sexual exploration. Food can be a very sensual and sexual experience. Watching each other, you know, slip the food off the fork, or you know, t- slurp the not slurp because that's not really quite sexy, but um, you know, sip the, the soup off the spoon, or eat the chocolate mousse, or um, you know, drink from a straw or eat some escargot or a mushroom or lobster. 
you know, something you can kind of suck in with your mouth. It's very sexy and sensual. Now, you know, chowing down on fried chicken and having grease and, and stuff flying everywhere, not actually sexy. <laughs> um, you can make food sexy if you so choose, and um, it's a great way uh, for a sexual appetizer. You know, a meal can be an erotic experience all on its own. It can be quite wonderful. Dancing, you know, moving and swaying and brushing up against one another and meshing parts with clothes on and it especially the salsa. You know, you move, the energy is is hype, it's it's energetic, it's positive. And you get a lot of like I call it static sexual electricity between two people when you dance. It's it's a great turn on. <laughs> a great turn on. And another great turn on is clothed intercourse is what they call it. What this is is you two make out fully clothed and you bump and grind fully clothed. So you're mimicking having intercourse, but your, all your clothes, all of them, are still on. It's enough to drive you crazy for both parties. It gets you it gets you moving. It gets the juices flowing. It gets you to where you want to hurry up and get to your final destination and rip clothes off. So, you know, give it a try. If you don't believe me, with the clothed intercourse, give it a try. It is it is really quite sexy. Something else is sexy, phone sex. You know, talking to each other, hopefully not while you're driving, but talking to one another and, and telling each other what you want to do to one another once you see each other. You know, phone sex is, is a great prelude. It's a great it's great foreplay. It's a great teaser. You gotta give it a try. You know, words Women, w- women love to hear words. You know, a man, or if you're a lesbian or your female lover, saying the right thing to you, you know, whispering those those words in your ear, it, it can move mountains, so to speak. It can actually be, you know, the G spot in the ear. Blood, you know, juices can all be aroused by the right words, by the right tone. Now, if you've been with somebody for a while, you know someone's tone. You know the right words. Use them. <laughs> you know? Um, but, you know, kissing. Kissing is a great a great prelude. It's a seduction. Flirting. You know, and flirting can go with the touching. It can go with the eyes. It can go with a, you know, a quick nibble on the ear. There are so many things one can do when it comes to seduction and with flirting. And kissing, you know, no no tongues, shoving tongues down each other's throat, just the, the quick, short kisses, the kind that make you want more. Not that you're going to get more right there, but makes you want more. That's the part of having sexual appetizers. And one of my favorites, of course, is out-of-body sex, or in this case, telepathic sex, sending each other telepathic suggestions, telepathic movements, telepathic kisses. Uh, over the course of the day or the evening, can really rev up the engines by the time you see one another that evening. So, you know, I believe quickies are a great thing. I love quickies, don't get me wrong. They always have a time and a place (laughs) for a good quickie. But to start with sex earlier in the day by a sexual appetizer and then extend the experience all day long through through work, 
you know, sexy emails. Sexy emails is also great. Um, sexy text messages. Another good way for a sexual appetizer. You know, to tell each other what you're going to do if you can't have actual phone sex. Um, but to drag it out during the day and to drag it is the anticipation of what's to come can be sexier than the actual act itself. So stretch it out and see where it gets you. Okay, very, very few people, I know very few, have ever been overly disappointed when they have drawn out the um, sexual experience through, you know, several hours or half a day into the evening. Give it a shot. It's good stuff. Sexual appetizers. And also good stuff is the deal of the week. It's one question for twelve ninety five. You send me an email to LATS at yahoo.com. Say deal of the week, one question, $12.95. I will send you an invoice, you pay it, you use the question. It's really quite that simple. So until we connect again, hopefully with this ninth try, this will be the last time I do this podcast. I'm going to have dreams about it. But until we connect again, you guys have yourself an absolutely fabulous week, and we'll talk to you next Monday. You take care of yourselves.